Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options even if you're not a professional. Welcome to the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. My name is Valerie and I'm here with my co-hosts Joanne Westbrook and Greg Phelps and we have a very special guest today on the show and it's Deborah Youngblood. Welcome Debbie. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So we have a very interesting topic today that Debbie can will be giving us a lot of insights about. I think it's going to be super interesting for our audience and uh, it's about personal awareness and support pack in pace. Now, audience might be wondering, pack and what? So <laughs> <laughs> I think we might want to start out with, um, some of our listeners might know what PAC stands for. So PAC stands for Positive Approach to Care, and it's Tipa Snow's company and Positive Approach are her care methods she teaches. So Debbie, what is PACE? PACE, um, the, it stands for a program for the all-inclusive care of the elderly. What it is, is um, we are located in 31 different states. Each state kind of governs their own PACE program. But what we do is we are a Medicare, Medicaid-funded program primarily, and we work with participants. We call them participants. Uh, They're not residents. They're not patients. They're participants. (laughs) They will um, come to us and go through um, a process to see if they qualify for our program. And again, the state usually determines what the qualifications are. Most of our participants are 55 and older. The goal for PACE is to keep our participants living in the community as independent as possible. Now, when we say living in the community, what we're talking about is maybe in their private home, maybe in a senior apartment, maybe a group home, or maybe with their family. These participants are all nursing home eligible, but with our help and with our partnership with their families, their caregivers, um, we can keep them in the home, in in their environment, so that they can continue to live there instead of going into a nursing home. So that's the basis of our program. So Debbie, um, we, we sort of jumped into a midstream there. How did you end up where you are doing what you do? Because um, we, we, as I say, we jumped in sort of midstream. How did you sort of get to where you are and how did you get involved with PAC and how did PAC tie in with PACE? So, you know, there, there's a lot of questions there. Sure. Um, well, I guess I'll start with um, when I started a career, I actually started out as a high school teacher. And through changes and different career choices, I kind of thought I wanted to give physical therapy a try. So I became a physical therapist assistant. And I was able to take the teaching aspect and put that with the physical therapy. And I found that very rewarding. Mm -hmm. I worked in a healthcare, a large healthcare system here in Michigan for over 20 years. I worked in nursing homes, I worked in an outpatient clinic, and most of my time was spent in the acute care hospital setting. During that time, my grandmother had developed dementia. 
So now I am not only a professional who deals with it, but now I'm a family member who's living with it. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> so I had my teaching experience trying to teach my family and probably about 12 years ago when this all happened there was some information out there about dementia but not as much and most of the information that I found was well this is what you'll notice this is what's going to happen but I didn't learn the how to deal with it how how do we survive as a family how do we survive as a caregiver so in my research, I came across Tipa Snow and her positive approach to care, and it really resonated with me, not only as a healthcare provider, but as a family member, wishing I would have known this 12 years ago to make my life easier, and also looking at my family, who really there's, there's non-medical people in my family, so trying to educate them and help them understand what was going on, and again, how to deal with it, because that's the important thing, is, is understanding, but also knowing what to do. I took that information that I learned from, from Tifa's courses, and I decided that it was really important to try and educate the healthcare professionals. Honestly, our healthcare professionals, not through any fault of their own, but I don't feel they're very educated, not always given the opportunity to learn some of these techniques. And I found that out when they interacted with my grandmother. They were all very nice, very good to her. But looking back, I can see some of the disconnect in where some of the communication maybe wasn't as effective as it could have been for her. So somewhere along the line in there, you became a, a PAC certified trainer on top okay. of everything else that you do. So you obviously have spare time. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> I, I really wanted to learn more about this. And after going to a couple of the seminars, attending some of the webinars, I wanted to learn this and I wanted to pull that teaching part back in and be able to train other people on how to handle that. Um, both families, some of our participants, as well as our staff, which was a really big undertaking. So I, I went to the leadership at the Pace Southeast Michigan, which is, which is my um, home site, and they were very, very supportive. I presented the information. I told them that we could do this. I told them I wanted to be a trainer. Please send me. In our PACE program, we have probably half of our participants in Southeast Michigan have dementia. So it's important. Yeah. The caregiver burnout, the family issues, the problems that come, a lot of these can be um, easily managed. I shouldn't say easily managed, better managed. Nothing is easy about dementia. Yeah. But it's better managed with an understanding and again, that, that connection of how to connect with them. So my leadership agreed. They were absolutely wonderful and ended up sending myself and two other PACE staff members to become certified in PAC, the Positive Approach to Care. The understanding was when we became trainers, it was our responsibility then to train the other 400 and something staff members. Only 400 and something? Only 400 and something staff members for three of us and we did it. The interesting part about this is 
our staff at PACE includes many, many areas. We have physicians, we have nurses, we have social workers, we have uh, patient care assistants, we have bus drivers that have learned this technique because we actually pick these people up at home and we take them back at the end of the day. They don't reside with us, they don't stay overnight. It's, it's a program where our transportation picks them up. When you have someone that's dealing with dementia and sometimes the behaviors happen or the emotions happen, oftentimes our drivers who are wonderful transportation drivers but may not have ever learned anything about dementia are now wondering what to do. The PAC training has helped me be able to reach various levels of, of um, career, educational uh, background to show them what they can do and how they can have a positive effect and maybe how to turn things around a little bit. We also took that one step further as we train them how to approach people who are living with dementia in a more positive way and challenge them, if you will, to say, we want you to show the families. Yeah. We want you to educate the families. So we are empowering the staff at PACE from physicians, nurses, social worker, rehab staff, on down to transportation, our dietary staff, all of these people are now familiar with the program and they can say to someone when they when they take a family uh, a loved one home one of our participants and their family is there having a hard time coaxing them in the house our person who's in charge of transportation can say let me show you something let me try it this way and can help them get in and show the family that it decreases the stress level for everybody involved so it's an amazing program most facilities are, are, are results driven uh, sort of by nature because you have to, if you're doing something, you want it to work. Otherwise, you move away from it. So obviously, this has been a good marriage between PAC and PACE. The, the two, obviously, it's been a great fit. So do you have measurables that you can share with us, success stories? Oh, well, we haven't actually um, researched any diagnostic or any um, data yet. But what we have noticed is some of the interactions with the staff has been much easier for some of the participants. We have used things um, like the, uh, the assistance with the feeding. That has made a difference with our participants. That ultimately results in better eating, better nutrition, better um, skin condition, better circulation, overall better health. So we, we are noticing that. It's something that we do to prevent falls, which is very, very important with this population. Falls are, are um, in the elderly are very common, unfortunately. With the positive approach techniques that, that we use at our program, all of our staff is able to help guide people to get where they need to go, to get them from point A to point B safely, with a better understanding and a better connection so we don't have the resistance, we don't have the falls, we don't have those challenging behaviors as much as we did before. So we are noticing overall that it seems to be working with our centers, and we have five centers within our, our program, it seems to be working at all the centers to be able to um, just help them get through the day a little bit safer.
And as I said, some of our families, our social workers have been very, very good at, at educating some of the families and referring them to the webinars, to the podcasts, to the websites. So they get an understanding that one, they're not in this alone. Yeah. And two, hopefully they will feel less helpless with that understanding. And we also encourage them to come to us when they realize that things are getting really tough and they need assistance, that it's okay because we want to partner with them. Mm -hmm. So that's an important driving factor behind this as well. So I, I wasn't really familiar with the PACE program, but as soon as we said PACE, Joanne instantly lit up, one of our other co-hosts, <laughs> yes. who's been fairly silent so far. Instantly she lit up, so th this was something that she was familiar with, Joanne. Uh, yes, actually, I love it. Um, I was on the board of Erie Agency on Aging, and so we had a lot of communication about what was happening in, in, down here in Florida, which may be different than where you are. But, you know, uh, when Greg mentioned to you if you had any results or so forth, I did want to tell you that at one point uh, within a nursing home that I worked in, we really did uh, take a look at what was happening to our residents during showers and bathing, which is such a critical time, especially within a nursing home. And we had painted the showers that looked like beach scenes and we applied music, we had wireless speakers, and when the residents went in, we reduced their medication ahead of time by 50%. So those are real statistics that are saying these skills really work. And PACE is great because you're working with people at home, and they don't always get that kind of training. So God bless you because you're doing a great job with, with your training. Well, it sounds like a, a, it sounds like a pretty good infomercial for both PACE and for both pos, uh, positive approach to care. Speaking <laughs> of that, um, we have a conference coming up in November. So we've just given a really small glimpse of, of what you're doing and, and the success of PACE and how you've integrated it to. What will participants at the conference actually be able to hear you elaborate on? Well, they'll hear about how we're actually rolling out the program at PACE, how we're trying to train the 400 plus um, staff members that we have, how we are constantly updating, how we are um, targeting our staff audience as well, so that we take one area that, that may be of interest, like the bathing, um, just like Joanne referred to, the bathing, the showering, and we talk to our personal care assistants about that. Um, the mobility issues, we talk to the personal care assistants with that, but we also incorporate that with our transportation. So all of our departments have, within the, the PAC training, have topics that are kind of geared towards them. Mm -hmm. And that's how we're rolling it out at this particular time. Now this process has been going on, this is the second year, our leadership did make this a mandatory course for all of the staff at PACE, so everybody has had it, which is just amazing. Uh, the support that I have felt through leadership has just really been amazing. And our goal is to continue with the new staff that comes on, because we are really growing. So as they come on, we're going to be training them. So we're occasionally going to be going back and doing a review of the initial as we go forwards. And we anticipate several years of this with that ongoing training for the, the new staff that we get. That's great. So 
it, it could sound like a fairly serious financial commitment. Uh, or is it a time commitment or is it a mental? You know, wh what's in it for both sides? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, it, it is a commitment on, on all three areas that you had mentioned. Um, there is a financial commitment, and we were able to have our leadership say, this is important enough that we're going to send three of you for the training. Wow. Um, and we also had the backing, the time. Um, everybody has, has got time constraints at work. And one of the things that they said was, we need you to cover five different locations and we need you to do the training at all of these locations on various days and various times so that we can get everybody because no one sits in the same place at the same time every day right. <laughs> when when we're busy in rehab then they're not very busy in dietary when dietary is busy then transportation may not be busy. So we have to coordinate. So we would provide these throughout the day on different days to try and accommodate everyone. Wow. So uh, that, that was our main project there. So it did take some time. Again, the leadership said, this is important enough. We have almost 50% of our participants who are living with dementia. We will, at PACE, we provide respite care. If the families are stressed, there's more respite care. There's more need for home care. If we can help balance that a little bit, the families are less stressed, and it actually ends up saving time for our staff as well because we're not, we're not putting out fires, so to speak. We're able to address these issues before it's a problem. Right. So is there a website where people can go and get information on the PACE model? Uh, is it a private company? Uh, you know, these are the types of questions that I'm sure some of our listeners are sitting there scratching their heads going, you know, can I sign up for this? Can I become one of these? You know, <laughs> Absolutely. There is a national PACE organization. So um, they can actually check the website there. Um, each, uh, there's 31 states that have a PACE program. So sometimes you just have to um, go to the national um, PACE website and then type in your information, your zip code, and it'll tell you if there's one in your area. Um, for my particular program, it's PACE Southeast of Michigan. So it's www.pacesemi for PACE Southeast Michigan.org. And there's information on there as well that will also take you to the, the national organization as well. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, jo yeah. Oh, you go right ahead, Greg. <laughs> I was just going to ask Joanne if she had anything, any more information that she wanted to add before we wrap this up. Um, I did notice that you are working with physicians. Yeah. How is, how is that going? Because that's a tough one to get them on board sometimes with, you know, someone who is not a medical doctor, but is trying to teach them how to do something. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've been very fortunate at, at our pace because um, the physicians are very much interested. And just to give you an idea of what happened, uh, we have a program called Dinner and Dialogue where we invite the caregivers' families to come in and we take a topic, we discuss it, we provide a meal for them and give them updates as to what's going on in the organization. They came to me and asked me to talk about dementia and how to handle challenging behaviors. So of course, my PAC training was perfect. <laughs> and I presented this 
And this is how it came about because our chief medical director approached me oh. in her dialogue and said, is this a part of orientation? And I said, well, not at the moment. She says, and why not? I said, if I can get your help, we'll do it. And she made it happen. So ah. our medical director came to me and said, we want everybody on board. So our medical director was also a part of this presentation. And he said, whatever you need to do, we need to make it happen. Wow. The support that we got. Yeah. That aha moment of the families that are sitting in our audience going, oh my gosh. And the head nods of 30 families shaking their heads saying, we've yes. been there. So the connection was amazing. And they all wanted more information. Oh. Uh, and there's so much information in pack yeah. that it's hard to communicate everything at once. <laughs> So sometimes we break it down a little bit and say, let's take it piece by piece because it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. You but take, a, take a three-day course and try and explain it to people in 20 minutes or an hour. Oh. So, you know, <laughs> yes. You That's, might have to skip over a few things, right? Absolutely. But you know what's interesting with the positive approach, TIPA presents the gems, which are the, the different phases yeah. or stages, if you will, of dementia. What's nice about that is when our families are in a care conference and they're saying, I don't know what to do, I can say to them, well, it sounds like you may have your mother doing this and this. Maybe if you think about her as, oh, I don't know, an emerald. <laughs> and they're saying, oh, and you start drawing those parallels instead of trying to put those three days in, yeah. I just kind of jump in in that one area. And yeah. then they're saying, Emerald, tell me more about it. And then I'm able to talk about that particular one. So it's introducing it to them without overwhelming them. Nice. Speaking of tell me more about it, I, I guess, Valerie, you better tell us more about how people can <laughs> sign up for the conference. Yeah, the conference. Yeah, the conference. And I also did want to mention all of those who are interested in learning more about PACE, I'm going to make sure to put the website in the show notes so you can go visit it and um, the conference if you'd love to hear Debbie speak and Tipa and learn more about how Debbie and Pace were able to really bring PAC throughout the organization, you can go to our website at www.tipasnow.com. That's www.tipasnow.com. And this will take place on November 18th and 19th in Cary, North Carolina. And we're kicking off the conference with a theater piece the evening before on the 17th called The Gem's Journey. And for those listeners who might be listening to this podcast after the conference happens this year, we are hoping to make this an annual event. Thank you so much, Debbie, you know, for, for joining us today on the show and giving us a lot of insights on how you were able to successfully implement PAC and PACE. And thank you so much, Joanne and Greg, for, uh, you know, joining in today. And thank you to our listeners. And uh, we hope to welcome you back. Bye. Thank you. Look forward to seeing everyone. Yay. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>